yeah. uh, anything that's causing this severe pain is very similar to the severe emotional response something would happen on the battlefield, right? Or the severe emotional response that would happen to somebody who was raped or assaulted. So yeah. what's really happening is anatomically in our brain, there is a problem. So it's not this thing you can control. People feel guilty. They, so there's too many neurotransmitters in one part of the brain mm-hmm. because it's been stimulated so much. The only problem is those neurotransmitters are stimulatory, so it makes the brain run. And metabolically, your system needs to break those neurotransmitters down and clear out that program. It really helps if you stop the brain from running. It can metabolically clear those neurotransmitters and you're no longer in that constant state of hyper excitement. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Before we begin, have you ever considered publishing a book? Most medical professionals have really no idea how powerful a book can be to build their brand. It's a great way to show your expertise, to build your practice with clients that actually can afford your care, and finally, really make the money that you deserve. If you'd like to see how publishing a book can help you, simply go to drrosscarter.com and set up a consultation with me for free. Back to the show. I mean, regenerative takes time for things to heal with regenerative medicine a lot of times, but as far as releasing a nerve, that's an instant change. You know, you couldn't use your hand, and now you can use your hand again. You That's couldn't a, use your toe, now you can use your toes again. So it's an amazing, rewarding thing to be able to do. One of the things that we do that gets that dramatic change also is a stellar ganglion block. Let's go into that. that. Is it the one where you do it right up the nose? No, no. You're blocking the sympathetic chain uh-huh. in the neck in one or two places. And that sympathetic chain, you think of it as that's like the gas pedal to your brain. It's the fight or flight nervous system, side of your nervous system. Yes. So... Let's say that you had a traumatic experience. Traumatic experience could have been a severe pain to one part of your body. Like a car accident? Uh, yeah, or a crushing injury or amputation of a limb or something like that, or just a chronic pain, a severe pain in nerve impingement. Yeah. Uh, anything that's causing this severe pain is very similar to the severe emotional response something would happen on the battlefield, right? Or the severe emotional response that would happen to somebody who was raped or assaulted or in a severe accident, right? So what's really happening is anatomically in our brain, there is a problem. So it's not this thing you can control. People feel guilty. Mm -hmm. So there's too many neurotransmitters in one part of the brain Mm -hmm. because it's been stimulated so much. The only problem is those neurotransmitters are stimulatory, so it makes the brain run. And metabolically, your nervous system needs to break those neurotransmitters down and clear out that program. But if it's running, it's kind of like if you're running really fast and you're getting a lot of lactic acid in your legs and it's really, really burning, you know what really helps? Stop running, right? That sounds reasonable. Now I, can, now I can metabolize that stuff and it works, right? right? So if you have too many neurotransmitters in the brain, in one part of the brain, 
and it's creating this movie of an experience that can't shut off, it really helps if you stop the brain from running. So when you stop the brain from running, it can metabolically clear those neurotransmitters and you're no longer in that constant state of hyper excitement in that movie. Because when people talk about PTSD or pain injuries or a fibromyalgia, that movie of whatever that severe pain is just going on and on. So that movie goes away. So that experience of being in that moment and being in the present moment at the same time goes away. So you can just be here now, efficient. And the longer you're in that state, you may have a movie that's of pain. You may have a movie that's of emotional condition and kind of builds on itself. So you're more in your head than you are in the moment. So in that case, you have these typical symptoms. One of the biggest things that happens for an average person is you're more in your head than you are in the moment. It's really hard to hear things. It's really hard to get things done because it's like you have an iPhone with, you know, too many windows open, right? Right. You see a little thing spinning on there all the time. Right. It gets really hot and the battery goes down, right? So it's working hard, but it's not working well, right? So we block that push to the brain. We clear those background programs, those background movies. Now we're in the moment and we get more done. So if you're in a stressed out state, you may be in the moment for 10 minutes out of an hour. So compared to somebody who's in the moment 60 minutes in an hour, it takes you six times as long to do the same mental functions, right? Do the same work or study. So how do you compete with, how does a person with that state compete against another student who is this normal? You know, it's almost impossible. So when we do that block and we change that pain, we change, take that fight or flight side out of the nervous system, that's a big change. The pain is gone. The emotional response is gone. You can be in the moment and really being in the moment is what makes life good. So if you have a great experience with somebody or in a place, you want to go back to that experience. And the reason that's so great is because, you know, when you were there, you were all the way there. And if you're not ever all the way there, it doesn't matter how great an experience is. It's just like, eh, doesn't matter. I'm not there, you know, because I can't appreciate it. So what's the point, you know? But if you have, give somebody that reset, that's still a ganglion block, then they can be in the moment. So then light, you can get the passion in your life back. You get the ability to appreciate life and you understand like, oh, this is why I'm alive. Life is actually good. And I can actually get more stuff done with less effort. When we started doing it on the uh, special forces guys, the first thing he said, hey, God, we feel really good. We feel really relaxed. But are you taking away our edge? Because, you know, we need our edge. He's alive, right? We need our edge. Like, oh, I don't know. We started testing. Hey, you know, and it turns out reflexes get faster. Decision making gets more efficient. Strength goes up. Vertical jump goes up. Shooting accuracy goes up. Just because there's less delay in the nervous system. Your muscles don't get stronger, but you have better control. You can make a better decision and execute it more effectively. Right. So that's a little bit of the gist of uh, still a ganglion block. Tell me a little bit about the ganglion. What is its function and how does it work? And how does this treatment help the ganglion? Tell us a little bit. Okay, so what the ganglion does is it regulates your autonomic function. So there's a go and there's a relax. So always think. Is uh, it parasympathetic? Sympathetic? Sympathetic is go. Right. Parasympathetic is relax, right? Right. Recover, you know? And then a lot of the functions we have are kind of like, do you want more circulation, less circulation? We want a faster heart rate or a slower heart rate. Obviously, sympathetic is going to be an increased heart rate. Uh, Parasympathetic is going to be, you know, a little bit decreased heart rate. Are you saying the ganglion controls the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system? Right. So the ganglion, yeah, there's several ganglion, you know, throughout your body. And the closer the ganglion are to the neck, the more they are associated to the brain. 
So when you block the ganglion, you basically block your sympathetic or your fight or flight side of your nervous system. Um, so you block the go button. I got you know, it. And you really don't need to be on the go button except for maybe like less than a percent of your entire life. Listen, we don't want you on the go button, but if you're on the go button and you need to go, you have nowhere to go up, right? If you're ever in a race, like I'm cruising, I'm comfortable, and all of a sudden I got something I'm going to beat them so I have to relax until I'm in a comfortable place and I can sprint fast and go up and beat that person, right? Or just be able to have that fire. So if you're already up, you have no up to go, so your performance is down. So you're basically taking that sympathetic override off. Sorry for the interruption. If you're considering adding peptides to your practice right now is the best time. Learn which peptides work for which conditions and how to actually sell this to your patients. To learn more, go to learnpeptides.com. That's learnpeptides.com. Now, our listeners get a 50% discount on this course. Just use the code, which is my name, Ross, that's Ross, to get 50% off. Just go to learnpeptides.com to get started today. The sexual function is an issue, too. In school, we used to say, hey, sexual function is point and shoot, right? Yeah. So, parasympathetic, point, right? Synthetic, shoot. Yeah. But if your sympathetic is overly stimulated, you might not point as well as you would like, right? Make right. sense? And you don't have much of a sex drive. Yeah. So a lot of these guys are in this state where, you know, they're not in the moment enough to hear their wives and they don't want to have no sex with their wives and they're hyper reactive to everything around them. It's really hard to maintain a relationship when you're in that state. So families are crumble. The reason for the hyper reactivity is that, you know, if you are in a fight or flight state, somebody is trying to kill you or something is trying to kill you, there's only really one appropriate emotional response. And that's a 10 out of 10, 100%. But if you're walking around your house and there's a sock on the floor and you have a 10 out of 10 emotional response to that sock on the floor, we have a problem. Yes. Because everybody around you is now going to walk on eggshells because you know it explode for at any reason for no control. Now, so when you, you do that a lot, you get your gradient back. Okay. Okay, so tell me about the procedure of getting that blocked. How long does it last? Well, it depends on how long somebody's had this. Now, it can last anywhere from three months to indefinitely. If somebody was a soldier that just got back from a deployment where they had a traumatic experience, mm -hmm. it's kind of unusual that they need more than one, honestly, mm -hmm. because they were normal that, that long ago. Now they're abnormal, and getting them back to normal feels just good, normal. If they've been abnormal for a longer period of time, it may take more work and maybe even some counseling to basically coach them how to, that they're okay being normal. So if somebody was, same thing, if somebody was raped, we get them in the first week, it's not that often we have to do it again. But if it's been years, then something you may have to work on for a while. The other issue would be if somebody is significantly disabled and then you think you get them to where they feel pretty normal, that can freak you out too. So they might get pushed back into that state. So I would say... Could be up to every three months, which is very rare, or to yeah, just the only one. It sounds like a great um, treatment for PTSD. Is that primarily the people you use this for? Primarily, well, for pain, like the synthetic mediated pain, complex regional pain syndrome, and PTSD. Those are the common uses. I think it's just the other secondary use would be performance enhancing overtraining. Because typically when you have an elite athlete that's been trained, overtrained, his heart rate goes up, it gets agitated, it doesn't function as well as coordination is off. And you can take a few months off and recover, which a lot of times will happen. It's sometimes won't. 
or you get a cellulite block, and the next day, neurologically, you're recovered. Heart rate is down 10 points, vertical jump is up, you know, coordination is up, and then, and then athletes will say, I'm back. So right. it, it comes to the point where a lot of these pro athletes, it's pretty much drug-free performance enhancement. There's no drug involved. You're just neurologically refreshed, optimized. So a lot of these pro athletes will get every so often when they get overpushed or overtrained or also before their biggest event. I really got to win this one. You got to get me before this. So I'm, I'm 100% dialed in you know, neurologically. And the most, same thing with athletes, the athletes that overtrain the most or do the most or manage the most, some will need every three months, but it's kind of rare. Mm-hmm. I can only think of two most athletes is like once a year, once every six months. And it's just a matter of that pushing. I give you the example of a uh, block and that everybody, a reason they ever could relate to. I mean, you broke up with your first girlfriend, your girlfriend, first girlfriend broke up with you. That'd be the one, right? Yeah. So I had it happen to me. My girlfriend broke up with me. I was 16 years old, you know, and I, was, and I talked to my friends and like, you understand she was the one never going to be the same. We're like, you mean, Fine, Sean. I'm like, no, 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 no. She was the one. You don't get it. You know, so six months later, he asked me how I was, how I was doing. I'm like, I'm fine. There's lots of other girls out there and it's not a problem at all. But I had that traumatic time. You know, you're not performing well in school or athletically because you're just overly much. But if you get somebody a block that day, next day, rather than waiting six months, you'd be like, so how do we think about that girl? I'm like, well, you know, she wasn't the right girl for me. There's whatever other girls out there. Yeah, I am. I'm done. It would be awesome. You know? <laughs> so is this all that stress and come away from that divorce, that breakup, whatever that is? I was going to say, this is great for people that are suffering from a divorce. So, so this is part of when you're starting the process of getting divorced, you need to get a, a ganglion block. And that way you won't be so reactive. Is that basically it? Yeah. You won't be in the shock of it all. Yeah. You'll be able to function. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That is great. So now you also do some teaching of different things. Now we talked about hydrodissection as well as the uh, ganglion blocks. Are those procedures that you teach other doctors how to do? Yes, yes. I teach, you know, like I said, internationally with a group of people, most notably Tom Clark, uh, Sean Mulvaney, Al Kozar. There's a lot of notable people. But yeah. as far as the silly block, Sean Mulvaney is the most notable. And yeah. we help to teach the VA, first VA to do silly blocks. I teach deli blocks in countries all over the world, certainly the United States. I was teaching somebody yesterday. I'll be teaching a bunch of people next week. Do you do a group meeting or how does that work typically? Well, there's different ways that I do the teaching. One teaching method would be we have a live model. We have a little bit of lectures, but we have the expert doctors working with only four physicians at a time Mm -hmm. because you need that one-on-one hands-on. So we're going to go through whatever they need on a live model to learn how to diagnose and understand the anatomy. So that's a diagnostic course. We also have then the cadaver courses where teaching people how to do those procedures on a cadaver because they don't scream and keep stabbing. They're fine. Uh, so an unembalmed cadaver works great. And usually the dissections after that. The other kind of type of course we do is like live patient courses in Mexico. So we go to Mexico, we'll have a government clinic and, the, and a lot of the people can come in and get treated and we'll treat you know, maybe 600 procedures over a couple of days. Yeah, four doctors, one instructor, Instructor will go through and diagnose, walk everybody through it, and walk everybody through how to do a good procedure on that individual. So those are the big class type of courses. Obviously, there's lectures and conventions. And then one-on-one. So I'll go to somebody's office and train them or go to a hospital and train the local people in the hospital how to do those procedures. And you offer shadowing as well. Yeah. Also, people can come into the office here and and shadow. You know, know, it's not free, but come and shadow and just observe how a clinic runs well. 
Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.